Hey friends, and welcome to Ill-Natured, a true crime podcast. This is Michelle. And I'm Alyssa. be telling us a story today about a case um i know nothing about this guy i've heard his name before so i'm really excited to hear about him Alyssa, tell us who it is oh well what do you know (laughs) we are going to be covering the freaky dude known as donald henry gaskins Mm -hmm. um donald which is an interesting name okay what a Donald. What a Donald. Um, yeah. Was born on March 13th, 1933. Mm-hmm. So today is March 12th at recording, so his hey, birthday would be tomorrow. 33. So he was born a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, a while ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. In Florence, South Carolina. <clears throat> he was the last of, and I'm going to butcher his mother's name, but I'm going to try. Eula. Yulia? She's not alive, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure she is not. Let me see it. Let me see the spelling. E-U-L-E-A. I think you did good. Parrot. Oh, that's Um, easy. So, he was the last in the line of all of her illegitimate children. Oh, okay. She was not a good mom. Uh, she was neg- that's kind of a theme obviously mm-hmm. uh, she was very negligent and would live mm-hmm. with various men and showed little regard towards her son Donald and I'm sure all of her other children how many kids did this whole have? I don't know it okay. just says a line mm-hmm. so a group bless all their a hearts. whole town bless all their hearts um, the man she ended up marrying um, would eventually abuse Donald frequently and oh. due to his small stature, he gained the name, the nickname Pee Wee. Um, oh. As an adult, he was no taller than like four, five, or five, five, or five, 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 five. Good God, not four, five. I was like four, five. He must be a little person. No, no, no. no. God bless. Um, he was no taller than five, four, two, five, five. So he's shorter than me. Yeah, That's and crazy. he was like a couple inches taller than me, and he weighed about one hundred and thirty pounds, which is what I weigh. Tiny. So he was like two inches taller than me, but like, yeah. A little dude. A small dude. Um, he later said that he had never even heard his real name until he was a teenager. Like everybody just called him Pee Wee. But I'll get more Aww. into that a little bit later. The childhood stuff breaks my heart in too. Allegedly, though, when he was a year old, he drank a bottle of kerosene, which caused him to have convulsions until he was three years old. What the hell? Yeah. And there's the reason that he did whatever he did. Yikes. And insane. How does a how, he was, how does a one year old get a hold of a bottle of kerosene? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm eating a banana. I, I apologize for <laughs> sound effects there. Alyssa, please try to cut that. Thank you. I sure will. Except for the banana. <laughs> Can you imagine though, the kind of environment that he had to be living in, even just to have that laying around? Yeah, just readily available to him. 
Um, Donald woke up and chose violence at school. What? Are you still laughing about the banana? No, I have to restart. <laughs> I think we need to have a bloopers reel eventually. I think it'd be really hilarious. I wrote down here that Donald woke up every day and chose violence. Oh, bless it. That is intense, Alyssa. Way to take it to the next level, Donald. Bless his heart. He used what he saw at home to those in school who would cross him. So him being bullied and beaten at home, like he would take that on other kids at school. If they did something, that would kind of tick him off. Yeah. Um, so even though Donald was like a hobbit, he was mean and had a short temper. Mm-hmm. So little little person, sin- little guy syndrome. Yeah, little man. I don't want to say that wrong. Short guy it? syndrome. Is it a short guy? I don't know. Anyways. Whatever. Y'all know what we're talking about. Um, Donald actually quit school at eleven years old and started working at a local garage when he. I'm met- sorry, eleven. 11, like maybe sixth grade. Bless it. Okay, sorry. Um, and he met his friends or acquaintances or whatever you may call them, Danny and Marsh. Both boys? Yes. And the boys were all about the same age, and all three were school dropouts. So they teamed up and called themselves, quote, the Trouble Trio, end quote. Okay, so two other little kids that were also 11 and also dropped out of school. Yeah. What? Um, and this is um, going to give you the creepy GPs or whatever you want to call them. So, oh, trigger right. warning. It's not going to go into detail. Yeah. But they would burglarize homes and would rape little boys at 11 years old. Stop. Yeah. Oh. Um, they would then threaten the boys to make sure they didn't go to the police. And the trio would eventually gang rape Marsha's younger sister. And when the father found the boys, he bound them and beat them until they were bleeding through their clothes. Well, good. They got what they deserved. I mean, I'm telling you, like... Can you imagine? They're 11? Yeah, like, I guess this happened within, like, a year or two. So, like, 11, 12, something like that. I didn't even know it was, like... Yeah, Christ. That's horrible. So, this guy's already not starting out at... No, rotten. Like, he's spoiled. The kerosene did it. Yeah, I mean... He probably should have just fallen off a cliff then. <laughs> and probably would have saved some lives, I imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, wow. let me just get into it a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny and Marsh eventually ended up leaving the area, which left Donald to burglarize homes by himself. I'd love to know where those two went. Can I keep tabs on them? This was in the 40s, though, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so they're, they're probably... Well, yeah, or close to it, and they That's probably right. should be in prison, considering... Hopefully they're... They died horribly. Um, Sorry. In 1946, when he was 13 years old, he was breaking into the home of a girl he knew, and she caught him. And so, some sources that I read said that she hit him over the head with an axe, but then he got the axe and hit her on the arm and the head before he ran away. Mm. Um, luckily though, she lived and was able to identify Donald. So he was convicted for assault with a deadly weapon and intent to kill. This is the court hearing I was telling you about when he heard his name for the first time. Yep. Um, and he was sentenced to a reform school for five years. Mm. This is when Donald said he was raped by 20 men in one round. What? Like grown men? Like the staff at this reform school? I don't think it was... Oh, 
Yeah, he is in a reform school, but I don't. Well, a lot think of times it, you hear those stories, though. I don't know if it was the or the staff other, or like boys, yeah. Like I was about to say he was like probably yeah. like thirteen or too small, fifteen or something. Eleven, yeah. an eleven year old like former Donald might have been. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, that was a lot. But poor yeah. thing. The last thing his sick head needed was more trauma. Yeah. So um. But then it says that this is kind of giving me flashbacks to um, Carl Isaacs. Yeah. Because it then says he exchanges sex for protection from the dorm boss boy. Uh-huh. So. This is horrifying. Yeah. I have sons and I'm horrified. I would, uh, uh, back then, though, there were a lot of schools and abuse. I mean, it. Things are hopefully better now. Oh, jeez oh, Louise, wait. I sure hope so. Yeah. Um, it says, then at the age of 18, he married a 13-year-old girl in the reform school. Excuse me? Yeah, 13. That's what the sources say. Okay. Yeah. Bless her heart. Does she know? I think he should be put... <laughs> Did he make her marry? I don't know, but like he should <sighs> still be put away because 18 and 13, um, anywho... Yeah. That's real creepy, but he escapes and temporarily joins the carnival before volunteer. The carnival? <laughs> now, there's a place he belongs. The That's carnival. The freaking He's troll carnival. he is. Okay. Um, Before he voluntarily returned to the reform school. Oh. And I saw some sources say that he had a daughter with this woman. Um, And it will later say, like... After he's arrested, did they mention another daughter? So maybe it's the same one. Um, yeah. Um, and it says after getting released, he started working on a tobacco farm. And this is where he got in trouble for insurance fraud for agreeing to burn down local farmers' barns for the insurance money, like part of it. So I guess they oh. would. Um, How do you advertise something like that? You know, like what do you think? I mean, he, they, I wonder if they hired him knowing he was a criminal and like came yeah. up to him because, yeah. like, that's true. They saw maybe saw him out. So, um, a teenager caught him and questioned him about this, and that's when he hit her in the head with a hammer. So, this is his second time using or Ex-Bine. getting charged with uh, uh-huh. assault oh, he was with a charged. Good. Yeah, it says he received six years <laughs> in the South Carolina penitentiary for attempted murder and assault with a deadly weapon. So, like I said, this is the second charge for assault with a deadly weapon. Nice. And it he sent has him a to. Record at this point. Oh, obviously. Yeah. He was raped uh, almost instantly in prison at the age of 20 years old. Um, He killed for this first time. All the rape. I'm just, yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Um, So, I guess that was the thing. Um, Like, I'm assuming it's because, like, every time he went into these prisons or reform schools or whatever, he was getting, like, raped every single time because he's the little troll. And um, it says that he did this so he would be feared by all the other inmates and kind of stop the oh, rape, I would assume. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, he killed the most feared guy, Hazel Brazel. Uh, what a name. I'm saying. <laughs> um, by slitting his throat while he was taking a crap. What? <laughs> did he make a shank? Like, did it used to be his toothbrush? I don't know, but... Man was popping a squat on on the John and uh wow was that it was he was it I missed was he his roommate or was this another inmate it just I mean, said another inmate okay. <clears throat> um, I guess back then the prisons probably aren't like they are now like you know he might have had access to his his 
I wonder so if like there was just like or like it was just a big bathroom. Uh huh. Communal, like where the communal showers are. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Sure. So it says he claimed self defense, but was found guilty of manslaughter. Because the dude was on the toilet. What was he doing? <laughs> Taking a nasty poo while you were in yeah, the like, <laughs> like I don't think that would. Uh-oh. Dude, this smell, rankety, right, right, right. Gotta right. slit that throat. See you on the other side. I mean, he's an angry guy, but... Wow. Mm. Um, A couple of sources say that he received three more additional years on his sentence, and others say he served six months in solitary confinement. Both could be true, but... It's been so long ago. You can't verify everything. I mean, I say most sources were saying one or the other. Yep. But, I mean, it could... I mean, he possibly could have gotten three more additional years and served the six months in solitary confinement. I feel like that would, I feel like prisons, that would be the, the first thing. Yeah. would be done. You would go to solitary right by yourself. Um, so his wife divorced him in 1955, and the same year he escaped, escaped prison on the back of a trash truck and fled to Florida. Hi. He remarried, but that one only lasted for two weeks. Two weeks? <laughs> I mean, she was like. Oh, she saw him. I, that's the what, real I mean, there's not many details, but like, that's what I'm thinking. Yep. Like, whoa, gotta get out of this. Was. Yep. Then he became involved with a woman named Betty Gates, and they went to Tennessee to bail her brother out. Uh-huh. I just did air quotes because okay. uh-huh. you'll find out. Okay, let's see. Come to find out it wasn't her brother at all, but it was her husband. Stop it. She I, was just trying to get a ride, I guess? Or somebody to help break her husband out of jail? Betty, come on. Yeah, so when they did, or bail him out, I'm assuming they weren't breaking out. They were uh-huh. going to bail Bailey. him out. Um, so the three traveled to a hotel, and it says the police arrived at his hotel, realized he was an escaped prisoner, and sent him back to prison, and he would be released again in 1961. Okay, so Donald got caught and sent back. Right. After his release, he soon started to burglarize homes, and in 1962, he got arrested for statutory rape with a 12-year-old girl. What? Yeah. How old was he at this point? In 1962. In his 20s? Uh-uh. Almost 30. He's 12? That's disgusting. Born in 1933. It's 1962. Yeah. So what? 29? Mm-hmm. Um, and he got arrested. Oh. oh, yeah. So he got arrested for the statutory rape, but escaped in North Carolina in a stolen car. I wonder if he looked younger. I mean, he so was small. like five yep. four. So she, he might have told her he was fifteen. That's still weird. Though. But tw- twelve. I'm not gonna judge this girl because I mean, uh, you know, Mama, but that's so much. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Um, I did read where he remarried a couple more times, and t- the last one was to a 17-year-old girl, but it doesn't say much about all of his marriages, and he was arrested in Georgia for statutory rape due to his wife turning him in. Oh, for statutory rape with her? I'm assuming. Okay. Um, and he served five to six years in the Columbia Penitentiary. Penitent- five to six years? Yeah. Statutory rape? Yeah. And I will get on a whole other tangent um, on another podcast, but I uh-huh. think that, I know this was a long time ago, but I think that any sexual offense needs way more time than four, five, way six years. more time. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I feel like now you get put on the, um, 
the sexual predator list or whatever and a little probation and that's it. Yeah. Like, and I think that's good. To, I don't think they need to be released out into the public. <laughs> right. Especially if it's a crime against a child. Yep. Because they've ruined, that, they've ruined that child. I'm not going to say for life because people, it's crazy. Humans are strong. We can recover from anything, but just, yeah. Anyways. And rapists, period, need to be in jail forever. I agree. That's and it's just been sick. proven that pedophiles cannot change their stripes. Once a pedophile, always a pedophile. So, if, like, if you're keep that rapist, dude locked up. Yes, like, what is wrong with forever. y'all? Because he's not going to, he's just going to keep on doing it. No matter if he's not. Or she, there's some women like, pedophiles. You don't hear as much about well, I should do, I'll, I'll try to find us an episode. I'll yeah. give you one about a couple. Okay. Well, let's talk later. Um. Anyways. This creeper. He was paroled in 1968 and moved back to South Carolina where he was working at a roofing company. One year later, he picked up a female hitchhiker on the highway and tried oh. to have sex with her. Mm. She laughed at his advances and he became angry. That's when he beat her unconscious, raped, sodomized, and weighed her body down to the bottom of a swamp where she died Ooh. of drowning. That's horrific. Oh, yeah. Trigger freaking warning because here oh, we go. So you should prepare me for that one. I'm Yikes. sorry. Like, we are about to jump into the main part of, like, his kills. This is probably going to be a shorter case, but there's a lot in it. So. I mean, don't hitchhike. <laughs> I mean, this was back in the right, 60s, but yeah. before the 70s when everybody it was common knowledge. Well, it was probably early 80s before people really stopped doing it. Yeah. Um. In one of his memoirs, he says, quote, all I can think about is how I could do anything I wanted to her, end quote. Ew. So this is what I really think he started to, like, realize that he got pleasure from this, yep. I guess. Uh-huh. And that, you know, like we were talking about that short guy he syndrome. Felt like, yeah. He felt powerful. Yep. And after this, Donald says killing others proves to himself that he is dictating his destiny. What a boob. Like, you can dictate your destiny in other things than yeah, killing people. Right, he, uh, just a sick head. He's... He called his victims up and down the East Coast his coastal kills. Oh, I, oh yeah. A cheeky name like that. It's disgusting. Oh, and that's what he considered, like, his hitchhikers or whatever. But Classified as kills? Are you kidding me? Coastal kills. Ugh. Gaskins described his process as a vision becoming into bothersome feelings he explained throughout his life. That is what drove him, and he would master torturing people and keeping them alive for as long as inhumanely possible. Don it is said that Donald would even cannibalize severed body parts, oh, stop it. either making them watch or force feed them their own body parts. Oh, stop it! That's a whole other level, right there. I'm telling you, and that I think this is the only time it's mentioned. So he didn't eat them; he made the owner of the flesh eat their own. Flesh. No, no, sometimes he ate oh, it in like as well. so. Okay. Like I would cut your foot off, eat it in front of you, or like force feed your own foot to you. Did he cook the meat? I don't know. Like, it's not mentioned. He's nasty anyway. He probably didn't. That's right. Probably didn't even wash it. Uh, I bet he doesn't wash his hands. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to throw it. Well, he's not washing them now. I don't think I'm pretty sure he's dead. But anyways. um, Spoiler alert. Uh, But, yeah, he's a gross dude. And I think this is one of the last times it really mentions cannibalizing. Because I don't think it, like, I didn't get into all of his crimes. Just a few different ones. And I think those didn't necessarily... 
end with him eating them or I didn't put it into my research. Maybe I'd blocked that from my brain. How sick does your head have to be to go there? And I think it's a good idea to think that's okay. And how sick does it have to be to force the person you're killing to eat their own flesh? Oh, God, that's, that's horrible. That's just on another level. I cannot, my brain cannot, I, I, I can't process it. Ah, it makes me want to freak yep. out. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he considered his hitchhikers or his coastal kills as weekend recreation. And the personal acquaintances were considered his serious crime. Yeah, so there's, we're about to get into something. um, Worse? Were you going to say worse? This is going to be his first serious kill. So somebody that he knew. Uh Uh-uh. He chose the people that he knew for the most serious. And that tells something, too. Trigger warning. Okay. Okay. For that... Um, so like I said, this is his first serial serious kill, and it was Janice Kirby, his 15-year-old niece. And his 15-year-old relative. Niece, yes. And so her his friend. His brother or sister's child. Yes. Ugh. And her friend. This was in 1970. He Ugh. picked them up and told them he would drive them home, but instead lured them into an abandoned house where he attempted to rape them, where he failed. He beat them, and one source says the final cause of death was drowning. He I then lured them into a, an abandoned house. I just wonder how stuff like that happens. I mean, children are naive. They're belie- and especially if it's her uncle. Well, like, right? I guess if it's a relative, I'll she, I'll, you know. And so he buried them in two separate locations. He says it was because he claims it was because he was mad at him for using drugs, but like. Whatever, You're just Donald. a sick dude. Nobody, like, there's no explanation. That. You picked them up so that you could rape them. He might not have planned to kill them, but they put up too much of a fight. Exactly. And so he did what... Ugh. One year later, this is another trigger warning. This is probably the hardest kill that I had to yeah. read about. Alright. Oh! Yeah. I'm okay, I'm, get, I'm just gonna jump it. right into Do it. it. Wait. No, this... We're not there yet. Good. Oh, yeah, we're not there oh, yet. Oh, gosh, good. okay. So this one's better or worse? Wait. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't consider it better, but it's not worse than okay. what I'm... Okay, what all right, the good. Next so, all right, guys. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. jump in ahead a little there. Okay. One year later, in 1971, he poisoned 20-year-old Martha Ann Dix, supposedly because she claimed she was pregnant with his child. What? After this, he moved to Prospect, South Carolina. People in town said that Donald had an explosive attitude, but people just thought he was mentally disturbed, which obviously okay. he is. Yes, right. He drove around in a hearse with a sticker on the back that said, quote, we haul anything dead or alive. Uh-uh. End quote. And had even made the comment that he needed the hearse to take around all the dead bodies he killed to his own private cemetery. What? Which wasn't a lie. Like, he was just straight up telling people this. And I guess people were like, oh. They thought he was nuts. Because yeah. what kind of normal human would say that out loud if they're actually Or do people. it. Uh, right. So, most people in town tried to avoid him, clearly. Okay. But there were a few that considered him a friend. And what? this is when Who we jumped. We need to know who these folks are, too. Well, I'm about to tell you. And this is the one that I'm giving you the really big um, trigger warning. Great for. big trigger warning. This has okay. something to do with a child. Oh, one of these friends was 22-year-old 22, 22 Doreen Dempsey, who had a two-year-old daughter. <gasps> they had been friends for a couple of years, but when Donald found out she got pregnant by an African-American man, he became angry. What? Yeah. Doreen and her daughter, Robin, were headed out of town when Gaskins saw them and offered them a ride to the bus station. 
She accepted, and he drove them out into the wooded area where he raped and killed Doreen, then raped, sodomized, and killed Robin. Are he, you kidding me? And she was two. She was a baby. I'll cry right now. Oh, that hurts me. Yeah. And her mom died before her, so she. Oh. Yeah, and so. That's he, horrible. I know. When okay. I was reading it, I was like, oh my gosh. Um, but he buried them together in a shallow grave, and this is where I do believe he buried them in his own private cemetery. Ugh. Um, in 1975, Gaskins was 42 years old and had been killing steadily for the past six years on his own, but things were actually about to change. It was reported that he murdered three people after their van had broken down on the side of the road and he called a friend which was an ex-con Walter Neely to help him get rid of the bodies and helped him get the van back to the shop so Donald could repaint and sell it. One of his kills that year would also be murdering Silas Yates who's a 45 year old man. He was hired by Susan Kemper to kill Silas, who was her ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Susan and Silas were in an argument, so she and her husband, John Owens, wanted him gone. Mm. They had paid Donald $1,500. Oh, wow. He works for... I mean, he does for, all kinds of things. For pretty cheap, though. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, I guess that's right. Because well, he's enjoying it, I guess. He probably would have done it for free. Okay. Donald got his acquaintance, Diane Neely... The ex-con's ex-wife. Uh-huh. Um, to help him lure Silas out of his house where he kidnapped and murdered him. And John Owens, which is the boyfriend, yep. and a friend, John Powell, watched him bury the body and helped him along with Diane. So, they all watched him kill this man. And then they all helped bury the body. What? Like, can you imagine sitting on the sidelines... And then help this guy yeah. murder somebody and disposes of that. They're okay. They they got some snakes inside their heads as well. Something's got to give. Then Diane and her boyfriend tried blackmailing Donald, saying they would be quiet about his crimes if they paid him five thousand dollars. Says it backfired because Donald tricked them by fake agreeing and telling the couple to meet him in an isolated oh, shot spot man. where he shot both of them and then buried him in okay. their buried them in his cemetery. You're not gonna get the. You ain't getting that cheese. Mm-mm. Ugh. And the, those people. Oh. Okay, so this is another trigger warning about okay. child. Ugh. Um, his next victim would be Kim um, Gelkins. Might have per- mispronounced no, the name. That's, I've heard that name before. This is a 13-year-old girl who rejected his advances towards her, so he kidnapped, raped, and different sources Ugh. differ on whether he stabbed or strangled her, but the end result was he her. Killed. Yeah. Her being killed. So a thirteen-year-old. He keeps trying accept advances from a forty-something-year-old man, and, and he, he thinks he has rapes the right her to take it. Yeah, disgusting. Sick. Um, next was Dennis Bellamy, twenty-seven years old, and Johnny Knight, fifteen years old, who robbed mm-hmm. Donald's shop. When he became aware of it, he sought them out. And then killed the two. These victims were the half-brothers of Diane Neely. Uh-huh. So, this is all running in the Neely yep. family for yep. the most part. This is where, like, connected. all my yeah, all my yeah. dots were connected. Mm-hmm. He called Walter Neely again to help bury the bodies in his private cemetery. 
So, after this, it brings up Cam Gelkins again. And that's when the police started to, like, kind of catch on to him. All right, wait. Remind me who Kim Gelkin was. That was the 13-year-old that he kidnapped and raped and killed. Before she disappeared, she was telling people around the town that she had known Donald. And and he lured her out to the country. Okay, this is where he lures her out to the country by saying they were going on a vacation together. Mm -hmm. And he did this because Kim had rejected him. And like I said, um... He, she was raped and tortured and killed. The police started to be suspicious of Donald after her disappearance. And they did a search of his and found some clothes that were Kim's. But apparently the evidence wasn't damning enough. So they arrested him for, quote, contributing the delinquency of a minor, end mm-hmm. quote. Which is where an adult persuades a minor to do something they aren't prohibited to do. Such as, like, drinking or something I was like that. ask. Good. Okay. So, um... Basically, they did a search of, I guess, his car or his house or something, found her clothes, but wasn't good enough evidence well, to say that he I killed her. I mean, that her. makes sense if she had told people she knew him. Yeah. I guess. This is when Walter Neely came forward telling the police that he oh. he knew about Donald and his crimes. Oh. Now, I do think Walter was possibly arrested, and they kind of gave him, like, a deal. Uh-huh. Um, Walter wasn't a good guy. Like, no, right? Like no, 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 no. Like I think they arrested the cr- a criminal him. Scene yeah, along with Donald. Uh, Walter showed the police where Donald's cemetery was, and they found the vo- the bodies of the victims I mentioned above, like Kim, oh. Doreen, and her daughter well, Robin. Okay. Yeah, all of that. Like he showed where all of these bodies were located at. Donald was eventually arrested on November 14th, 1975, along with Walter Neely. So, they were both arrested because Walter did help bury the bodies. Yeah. They were charged with eight counts of murder the following spring. Mm -hmm. During the trial, Donald told the judge that, quote, there are quite a few bodies that haven't been mentioned, but you've got enough for now, end quote. Mm -mm, Don't tell me that I have enough. I mean, I really think it was like he killed upwards of like, 80 people or claims to have maybe. We'll probably never know. Oh, no. Authorities never could prove these claims, so they thought he was exaggerating to brag, but his daughter Shirley always believed he was telling the truth about Mm -hmm. how many people he had killed. She knew he was sick. Yeah. Donald was sentenced to death on May 24th, 1976, and Walter Neely was found mentally incapacitated and was sentenced to life. In November of that year, though, the Supreme Court ruled South Carolina's death penalty to be unconstitutional, so he was his sentence was reduced to seven wow. consecutive life why sentences. Was their, why was their death sentence unconstitutional? Were they hanging pipes still, or what? I no? didn't know. I didn't actually huh. find that. I just wonder what. I wonder what prompted that. Me too. Maybe it was hanging. You know. Where did I read? I just read a fact in my some of my research. And, like, not since I've been alive, but, you know, the last 40, 50 years, there were some cases still hanged people. I bet we could find it. But So, this was in 1976. Let me, let me look it up. All right. You can keep on the list. I'm going to work on finding this okay. bit for us. All right. So his sentence was reduced to seven consecutive life sentences. So he would still be remaining in prison for the rest of his life, but the death penalty was taken off the table. 
1978, though, the death penalty was restored, but as long as Donald stayed out of trouble, he wouldn't be put on death row again. But, like the little troll he is, he could not control his impulses and murdered one final person, 23-year-old inmate Rudolf Tyner. Rudolph was on death row for a double homicide, and it was reported that the couple's son, Rudolph killed, hired Donald to murder him. So, the couple that Rudolph killed, their son, was reportedly the one that hired Donald to kill Rudolph in prison. Oh, gosh. Okay. And that's not, I mean, that's just hearsay, but, you know, it could be true. Right. After he murdered Rudolph, this is how he murdered him. Okay, this is wild. So, he murdered Rudolph by wiring a radio as a bomb, and it blew him to pieces. What? In his jail cell. Wow. Can you imagine discovering that? Yeah, this was when they sentenced him to death again. They found the evidence they needed to give him the death penalty by listening to the phone recordings and caught Donald telling someone his whole plan about the radio. So they could prove that it was premeditated and that he was the one who had done it. Okay, do y'all want to hear? Is this a good spot for me? This is a good spot, yes. About hanging in the U.S. of A. Guess when the last person... um, Their death penalty sentence was carried out by hanging. Guess when it happened? Let me get, give me a ballpark, like, last 50 years? Yeah. 19, is it in the 1900s? Like, 19? It's in the 19s, yes. 1996. Oh my gosh, that's right! Stop! I wish I had a prize for you. 19, the last... Bam, baby! The last criminal to be hanged in the U.S. was in Delaware in 1996. No, I was thinking it was, like, at least the 60s, but no. Oh, I was... I was alive. I was like 11 years old. What? McKay was one, but he was still alive. That is nuts. I can't believe I just guessed that right. Me either. I thought you were going to go, wait, that's awesome, though. Thank See, you. We're on the same brain link, wavelength. Stop. <laughs> well, the last few months of his life, Donald wrote an autobiography called, quote, The Final Truth. I guess it's not a quote, but he it's wrote called. a book. I hate when they do that. It's disgusting. Uh, I know. I and hope I... he didn't make money off of it. I hope it went to his children. Or like a victim victim's fund. family or something. Okay. I don't know where the money went. But I wanted to buy it not to support him because he's a horrible person, but to like actually read it because it kind of explains his mindset or yeah. like what he says his mindset was and talks about those bothersome feelings he says. Yeah. But the book was over two hundred dollars. Like yeah. I could not find a cheap copy no, of it because no, it's no. out of print. So yeah. uh uh-uh. not worth the cheese. I did find a little excerpt though that says in his book he said that quote i am one of the few that truly understands what death and pain are all about i have a special kind of mind that allows me to give myself permission to kill end quote so he he thought he he was that as a point of pride i was about to say he thinks he's rightfully owed to take somebody else's life i guess like that's insane to me disgusting but we're about to get into the only good part of this case, Yay. and that's the death. Um, the night before his execution, Donald tried to kill himself by slashing his wrists. Ugh. But what a little... Mm, I don't want to say what I want to say, but yeah. What a little chicken head. He was found, and they stitched okay. him up. 
And then on November, or not November. A coward. A coward, that's a good one. That's that's right. Mm -hmm. On September 6th, 1991, Donald Gaskins was electrocuted or executed. Hold on, let me restart. Beep, beep, beep. On December 6th, 1991, Donald Gaskins was executed by the electric chair at 1.05 a.m. and was the fourth person to be Woo-hoo. executed after the ban was lifted. Nice. Um, I put in yeah, here that... that's right, because they, they changed his sentence, but then they lifted the ban. Yeah, and he got it again by killing that inmate. Well, I put in here that it... The electric chair was personally my favorite for murderers and child killers. Yep. And I might have some people try and come at me and be like, oh my gosh, Liz, that is horrible. Why, why would you want wish that upon anybody? Well, why would... Why not? Why wouldn't you wish it upon... I, they I, didn't think about anybody else. I'm not going up to some them. random Joe on the street and be like, I hope you get put in the electric chair, bro. That's right. Punch you in the shoulder. Like, you this is somebody percent. that, yeah, yeah, like, murdered a two-year-old. And raped a two-year-old. As hard as that is to say, like, how could you not want them to die in the most painful manner? And the thing is, is, like, there was no shadow of a doubt that he did what he did because they found his private cemetery that was, like, on his property that right. had dead bodies right. all over this the place. So, like, no, no, no. So, like, this is one that I would say this is for sure a case that deserved the death penalty and got in the electric chair, like, Obviously, yeah. I don't think the electric chair is used anymore. I don't think so either. And I'm not going to get lucky and guess that year either. But, you know, it's... Maybe we should look just real quick. I mean, we need to know these things, right? These are important facts. Well, you look that up and I'll uh, end, end I, my I, case. Oh, okay. You go ahead. Let's end this thing. Um, <laughs> And that is the case of South Carolina's most prolific serial killer, Donald Henry Gaskins. Or, like I said, his nickname, Pee Wee. Um, and my we, sources. We call him Pee Wee. Well, I was thinking that too, but I don't know if he liked it, so I just called him Donald. I got vibes that he didn't, because kids call it well. I don't know. I guess that's right. Pee Wee, little troll. Him, I'm not gonna call him nothing after today. That's right. I ain't never speaking of this you. troll again. That's right. Um, uh, y'all probably tired of hearing me say troll, but that's all right. Yeah, he's <laughs> tiny. He's a little. Troll. That's troll. all I can think to describe him. A troll under the yes. bridge. My sources, though, for this episode is an article on ATI by Marco Margaritoff. An article on Wicked Horror by Nicole Odeku. Sorry if I murdered these last names, y'all. I'm so sorry. Don't sweat it. <clears throat> and please don't come for us. We don't. We mean no disrespect. We don't. We just, I mean, these are different. I'm, I'm sorry. Mm. And we are very southern, as you already know, if you're listening to this <laughs> If podcast. you can't hear, we are pretty southern. Um, crime using and some info info from Wikipedia. But I always back up my info from Wikipedia on other sources to like verify because yep. it can change here and there. But So tell us about the electric chair and then we will just close us out for today's episode. All right, guys. I'm so close. I'm just scrolling through. I found the place. Let me just scroll through. Oh, let's go there. It seemed like... I do want to guess. Okay, the last execution in the U.S. is the question and the answer. Oh, wow. I'm thinking... It's in the 2000s, obviously. It doesn't give me an exact date, though. Hang on, I think part of the website's cut off. I was thinking, like, 2008 or 9. Um... 
Okay, you didn't get it this time. Poo. But it doesn't tell me the last date, but it, I'll read it for you. Since 2018, 2018, <gasps> we're talking four years ago, four inmates have been put to death by the electric chair. The most recent was Lee Hall, who was executed in December. In December of what year? It doesn't tell me. For killing his former girlfriend by dousing her in gasoline and setting her on fire. Good God. Well, he deserved that. Where is this at? What states still have the electric chair? Which states still have the death penalty violate? That's the next question. I'll give y'all this website name, too, in case you want to go get some fun facts. As of 2021, the only places in the world that still reserve the electric chair as an option for execution are the United States, the U.S., excuse me, the U.S. states of Alabama, Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky, and Tennessee. So we're living in it. Yeah. Interesting. Arkansas and Oklahoma have laws which of, most of people get put to death by lethal injection that's right and that's what it said in in the last article um arkansas and oklahoma laws provide for its use should lethal injection ever be held unconstitutional so, if, so that's our backup that's the backup plan i mean yeah all right so some states have abolished the death penalty this is interesting oh yeah that's... 21 states have abolished the death penalty. Yeah, some people think it's unconstitutional, but like, I'm so there sorry. Are, there are plenty of criminals who deserve it. I get That's that. Right. When I was in college, we had a guy visit one of my classes. I can't remember what it was, um, but he was wrongly accused and sat on death row for years. And I feel like back in the Jim Crow times, oh yeah, was, I feel like that kind of thing happened a lot because of race. There was a lot of that. Well, I will say that like one thing, and this is kind of silly, but one thing that's always stuck with me, like I am all for the death penalty. If it's like proven without a doubt, they right. have done this. And if right. it has something to do with children, in my opinion, like that Even automatically Even if it's just sexual for- abuse, they need to be it's eliminated. But I always remember watching the movie The Green Mile and always thinking about yes, John Coffey being I know wrongly Stop. accused of murder, murdering those two he little girls. So sweet that yes. tiny mouse. I'm gonna watch that tonight. It's a good movie. Or or the Shawshank Redemption, which I don't remember if I corrected my um We I did. did not, oh my gosh. Still, I'm just embarrassed because I own that movie. Shawshank. Me and McCare are watching that. I've tonight. watched it often. Yeah. And I should know that. Anyway, I hope y'all have had a wonderful yes. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever you're listening to this on. Hopefully thank on Tuesday. Thank you for being here for sure. Alyssa, thank you for that very uh, sick hotel. I can't believe I knew nothing about this guy. How many more are there that are just as violent and crazy as him that I don't know about? Y'all, well, don't you know? We'll get into them. Yes, we will. So, if you know of any that, that you know, not everybody knows about that you just found out about, whatever, share story ideas with us case ideas that's right and as always go follow us on the instagram yes and facebook at ill nature how you gonna put me on the spot like this i can never remember i have to go back and forth at ill nature pod the facebook group at ill nature podcast i think i've got to look guys i'm gonna we've got to get it together for the next episode and tell your friends shout it from the rooftops Go review us. Seriously, give us a rating Rate and a review. Five stars, hopefully. You we are that. already up to like a little over. Well, this is like a few weeks after our first episode. That's aired. right. So we're only at like fifty listeners, but yeah, but that you guys are. We here. love you, fifty. We love you all. We love you all. 
There's something else. Oh, we have an email as well. Oh, so yeah. So if you want to email us with your case ideas, Alyssa, you're going to have to do this one, sis. I do not remember. I do believe it is ill-natured pod at yahoo.com so that's right i forget about the email but i do too email us we check it oh we do we check it all yeah the instagram stuff guys i've been trying to post a video on instagram for a while now and it won't load so hopefully it's not brokened but you know um but we will see y'all heal y'all whatever next week yes and also disregard all of my um i can't speak english times because it happens quite happen. often. Well, it, this is real life over here, friends. Again, real life. We hope you're back listening next week because we will be here on what case Tuesday. We got? What, 7 a.m.? Next week, the case is. Are you going to do Jacob? Brittany Drexel. No, no. That was we're last week. Do... Oh, that's right. Yes. The dis- disappearance of Jacob Wetterling. It's really sad. He That's a child. One, yes, is, that one's always mind-boggled me to yeah. like no But it end. did set some legal precedent that's really interesting and that still is we are highly impacted by that case today, um, thanks to his wonderful mother. But I'll tell you all about that um, next week. So tune in and right, have bye, a guys. great rest of your week. Okay, we love you. Mean it. Bye.